praise the Lord to everyone out there on Facebook land. God is good and God is good all the time. We serve our awesome God and he is so worthy, so worthy to be praised. Amen. Today we want to continue our part two to talking to the single ladies today. And our topic again is single and happy or single and miserable. Single and happy or single and and miserable. And what we want to deal with today about your purpose in your single status, that God has a purpose for you in your single status. And when we talk about the word single, we know that you as a single lady, you already know that you're single. Nobody have to verify that. Nobody have to remind you of that. You know that you are single. But what I want to bring to your attention Even though that you are single, many of single ladies don't know their purpose that God has for them while they are single. I'm going to say that again. Many single ladies know that they are single, but they don't know their purpose that God has for them while they are single. God has a purpose for you. I want to go to Ecclesiastics, the third chapter, and I want to read verse 1. That that is Ecclesiastics, the third chapter, and verse 1. Okay? And it says, to everything there is a season and a time, a time, a time, to every purpose under the heaven. There is a time for your purpose. Okay, every season in your life, every time in your life. And right now, the time in your life now, you're single. But I want you to know and I want to encourage you so that you can be singing happy that God has a purpose for you right now. Don't ever think that your purpose has to be fulfilled when you get married. No, you're in a time, you're in a season, your time is now for your purpose to be fulfilled while you're single. Yes, God may have a purpose for you while you're married, if you ever get married. But right now that you're single, it's important that you know your purpose, find out about your purpose, and then walk into your purpose. Okay? Now, um, it, it doesn't matter what status that you're in. Okay, it it doesn't matter if you're married, it doesn't matter if you're rich, it doesn't matter if you're poor, it doesn't matter if you're single, married, living single, or single, whatever status that you are abiding in right now, I want you to know that God has a purpose for you in your status, okay? Because everything that God created, I want you to think about everything that he created, he created it for a purpose, Even your body, your fingers, your eyes, your toes, your internal organs, all of your external organs. I want you to know even your eyelids, um, your eyeballs, everything, your eardrums, everything that God created on your body. He didn't just create it just to create it. He didn't just create for you to have um, five fingers on your left hand and five fingers on your right hand, five toes on the left, five toes on the right. He didn't just create those things, but everything that he created on your natural body, he created it for a purpose. Even if you don't see everything, we can't see our heart. We can't see the internal organs. 
but God created them for a purpose. And sometimes as a single lady, sometimes you feel that people may overlook you and being single, you feel left out sometime or you feel like, you know, people don't recognize you because you're single. They, you know, as we talked about last week, that you, they may treat you like you a second class citizen or something like that. Even though you may not be seen with a lot that you're doing, but God got a purpose for you. Okay. So the parts on your natural body that are not seen, that liver, that heart, those are very important. My heart is more important than my than a finger that's on my hand because I can live without a finger on my hand but I can't live without my heart I cannot live without my liver I need those things but those things are not seen so you as being single ladies you know especially in the church you are needed yes we need the single ladies amen amen so I want to go to Genesis the first chapter And I want to read verse 14 when we talk about everything that God created. He created for a purpose. Okay. Genesis 1 and 14, it says, and God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. And I'm going to go to verse 15 and 16. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. I wanted to use that scripture. And that's just one. Everything in the beginning that God created, he created for a purpose. When he made the lights, he he used one for the day. He used one for the night. Okay. So everything, even when God made the, you know, the grass and everything, um, the fruit, he, he made them and then he gave them their purpose. Okay. Um, he, he, he wanted the seed to yield forth its seed. Verse 12, and the earth brought forth grass. Um, let's read verse 11. And God said, verse Genesis 1 and 11, and God said, let the earth bring forth grass. Let the herb yielding seed and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind. All, all those things that God made after he made them, he told them what to do. He gave them their purpose. Okay. Even when he made man, He made man and told man after he made him, be fruitful and multiply. Amen? Amen. So you have a purpose. You were were born for something. You were born. You was not born without a purpose. Nobody here on this world. Now, what, what happens is a lot of time we don't fulfill our purpose. But I want to encourage you. You do have a purpose. Find out your purpose. Walk into your purpose. Live into your purpose. And when you find out about your purpose, being a single lady, you're going to be happy. Because you're going to feel complete. You're going to be feel whole. A lot of times, we, we um, single ladies are miserable. And a lot of times, they're, they're, they become bored. And sometimes they wander from here and there. They're not content. You know, they're not stable. It's all because they don't know their purpose. Amen? But I want to encourage every single lady today under the sound of my voice that God has a purpose for you and he wants to use you in your single status. He wants to use you in the purpose that you were born to be. Amen.
So let's look in the Bible. I want to talk about some single ladies in the Bible when we talk about uh, had a purpose while they were single. And I want you to really be encouraged on um, the ladies that we're going to go over today. I want to go to Matthew, the 26th chapter, Matthew 26, and we're going to talk about this lady, very powerful lady, and she was single. One of the most powerful women in the Bible that the Lord mentions. Matthew 26, verse 6 through 13. And it reads, Now when Jesus was in Bethany, in the house of Simon the leper, there came unto him a woman having an alabaster box of very precious ointment and poured it on his head as he sat at meat. But when his disciples saw it, they had indignation, saying, To what purpose is this waste? For this ointment might have been sold for much and given to the poor. When Jesus understood it, he said unto them, why trouble ye the woman? Why y'all messing with her? For she have wrought a good work upon me. For ye have the poor always with you, but me ye have not always. For in that she have poured this ointment on my body. She did it for my burial. This is the key verse. Verily I say unto you, wheresoever this gospel shall be preached, in the whole world, there shall also this, that this woman have done, be told for a memorial for her. Now, I want to just give you a little backdrop on this woman. The history of this woman. First of all, she was single. This woman was a single lady. And that very precious ointment that she had, Give you a little history on that ointment. Women in the Bible, before they were married, they had what you, what you call a dowry. And that dowry was used for the payment of their marriage. Okay? So you will understand. It was tradition, and sometime in our custom, they don't too much do it today, but it was our custom and even in the Bible days that when a girl get married, her family would take care, her dad would take care of her wedding. So in that alabaster box, that was like a dowry. So that was very expensive perfume. It was very expensive ointment. So what a single lady would do, they would have that and they would carry that around and they would keep that very precious ointment, very expensive on the day that they get married or the night that they got married, that, that would be their payment. Okay. So now this lady felt something. She was single and she was saving that for her day for the right man that she met. She was going to let that be a payment for her. But when she met Jesus, and listen to me carefully, when she met Jesus, she met someone that could fill the void in her life. So she poured it on Jesus. She met Jesus. He was a man. And when she met him, she felt at that time, 
I don't even have to wait till I'm married. I've already met somebody, which was Jesus, that can just feel everything that I'm lacking for. When she met Jesus, he made her whole. She felt complete. She felt whole. She didn't feel discouraged. She didn't feel depressed. All that that she was saving for her marriage, she poured it on him and said, you know what? I done met somebody. I don't even need to look. I don't need nobody looking for me. I don't even want a man. I done met this man here. He is everything to me. And I'm finna break this box. I'm finna spin my diary. I'm finna spin my years that I have stored all this ointment up, this expensive ointment. And I'm finna pour it on Jesus. Glory to God. Now. She felt that that was all she needed. She had enough. Now, I'm not saying don't want to get married, young ladies. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying don't have a desire to want to get married. I'm not saying there's something wrong with you if you do want to get married. But I am am saying she fell in love with Jesus, my God. And when she fell in love with him, that fulfilled her. Oh, God. What I am saying, as a single lady, you can get so in love with Jesus, just like this woman did, that you don't have to look for nothing else, that he can fulfill you. A lot of single ladies feel incomplete. You feel incomplete with yourself. That's why you feel miserable sometimes. That's why you feel down sometimes. That's why you feel depressed sometimes because you're you're single and you're miserable. But I want to encourage you to fall in love with Jesus. Not saying that you will not get married one day. Well, while you're single, fall in love with Jesus like this woman did. Fall in love with him and he will complete you. He will make you whole. He will make you happy. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And I, I, I want to share something with you that another thing that she did, she made a sacrifice. She made a sacrifice. She gave up something that was dear to her. She gave up something that she had been saving. She gave up something that was very expensive to her. She gave it up for Jesus. Single lady. Maybe God is calling you to give up something. Maybe he's calling you to make a sacrifice unto him. Something that's dear to you. Maybe he's calling you to give up Facebook. Maybe he's calling you to give up TikTok. Maybe he's calling you to give up that TV show. Maybe he's calling you to give up some relationships. Hallelujah. I want you to think about that. She gave it all up. She made a sacrifice and gave it up for God. That was her purpose. And maybe God is calling you to give up something. Maybe something that you're holding dear to you. That is messing with your relationship with God. And God is saying, give it up for me. I want you to love me so much that you will give it up for me. Remember Abraham? He loved God so much that he was willing to give up his only son. The Bible said his only son. He was was getting ready to give him up to make that sacrifice because that's what God was calling him. And some of you know there's some things that God's been dealing with you about, about giving up. Maybe there's some people 
that you need to sacrifice, some relationships, some friendships that may be not meaning you any good. And I know they may be dear to your heart. I, I, I know you probably like to hang with them. You probably like to, to be with them. But maybe God is saying, give that up for me. Glory to God. Give it, give it up for me. Would you sacrifice some sleep time? Would you get up early and cry out to God and pray to him? Would you give that up? He's calling for that. Hallelujah. Now, what this woman did was so powerful. It was so powerful that Jesus said, he said in verse 13, I'm going to read this again. Verily I say unto you, wheresoever this gospel shall be preached in the whole world, there shall also this that this woman have done be told for a memorial for her. That is what Jesus told his disciples. Wherever you preach this gospel, I want you to mention this woman. This woman was not a married woman. Oh, glory. A married woman, he did not say, and there are many married women in the Bible that have done some powerful, unique, amazing things. But he said this single woman, this woman here that don't have no husband, this woman here that done gave her all just for me. This woman that just done let me complete her. I want you what she has done. I want you to tell it everywhere you go. Everywhere you present this gospel, mention it to her. What can you sacrifice? What can you do? What can you give up? That can be a memorial for you. Hallelujah. Can you do something so powerful? Can you do something that's so unique and amazing? Can you do something that's so mind-blowing? That God can remember what you have done? Can you do something so amazing in the kingdom of God? My God. That people can remember what you have done, single lady. That people can say, oh, I remember sister so-and-so. She did this. They always mention it. Your memorial. But what we have now, we have many single ladies that don't really have a memorial. You can do something so, I'm telling you, just like this woman did. You can do something in the era that we're living in now that people can remember what you have done. But it has to be something amazing. It has to be something unique. It has to be something that's, that, that stands out. And that's a sacrifice. And that's willing to give it all up for the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Think about that, single ladies. Think about that. Another lady that I like to mention, let's go to Acts, the ninth chapter. Acts, the ninth chapter. Glory to God. Acts, the ninth chapter. Talk about a woman by the name of Tabitha. Amen. 
according to history, this woman, she was also a single woman. Acts 9, she was like a widow. Verse 36 through 39. And it reads, Now there was at Joppa a certain disciple named Tabitha, which by interpretation is called Dorcas. This woman was full of good works and alms deeds, which she did. And it came to pass in those days that she was sick and died, whom when they had let wash, they laid her in an upper chamber. And for as much as Lida was nigh to Joppa and the disciples had heard that Peter was there, they sent unto him two men desiring him that he would not delay to come to them. Then Peter arose and went with them. When he was come, they brought him into the upper chamber and all the widows stood by him weeping and showing the coats and garments which Dorcas made while she was with them. But Peter put them all forth and kneeled down and prayed, turning turning him to the body, said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes, and when she saw Peter, she sat up. And he gave her his hand and lifted her up. And when he called the saints and widows, presented her alive. And it was known throughout all Joppa, and many believed in the Lord. Glory to God. According to this history of of this lady, she was a widow. That's why in verse 39 it said, when Peter arose and went with them, when he was come, they brought him into the upper chamber, and all the widows stood by him weeping and showing the coats and garments which Dorcas made while she was with them. So Dorcas was a widow. That's that was her her circle was the widows. They, you know, stuck together, you know, back then. And what she did as a single lady, she had a ministry of making garments for the saints. You know, she made coats and different things that um, she made for the saints. And the Bible said that um, this woman, she, she was full of good works. She was a single woman, but she was full of good works. And I want to ask you, single ladies, what kind of works are you full of? Glory to God. You know, we can, we can be full of different type of works. We can be full of good works. We can be full of bad works. But are you full of good works? These are people that were single that are mentioned in the Bible because they did great things. Their purpose, her purpose was to bless the saints with clothing. What can you bless the kingdom of God with? What can you bless the saints with? That was a talent. That was a God-given talent that Tabitha had, that the Lord had given her, and she used that for the kingdom. What talent has God given you? That you can bless the saints. Sometimes our talent, our, our gifts and things are not always spiritual. Sometimes they are natural. Some of you have the talent to, to do hair. Some of you have the talent to, to sew. Some of you just have the talent to, you know, help people do things. Use that. 
That's your purpose. He didn't, he didn't just give you that for you just to sit on your hands or sit down and not do anything. But he gave you that for the kingdom. He gave you that that you can be a blessing to the kingdom of God. Good works. Glory to God. And she was remembered. They were weeping and they were crying over this lady. They felt bad because they had lost her. Oh, my goodness. Now, that, this woman had to be powerful. She had to be a blessing because they didn't want to see her go. They called Peter, and when Peter found out, he was like, this woman's so good, I got to raise her up. Mm, mm, mm. Now, we don't want nobody to die, but you want to make such an impact that, God forbid, if you do get sick, my God, you want the saints because you have made such an impact, single lady. You have made it just such an impact with your good works that people will be crying. People will be praying, Lord, raise her up from a bed of affliction, even when you're going through. Because you made such an impact because, you know, sometimes we can we can we can get spiritual low. We can feel like we're spiritually dead. Sometimes we can feel like we're in a spiritual coma. Sometimes we can be spiritually asleep. Sometimes glory to God. But a group of those saints, they called Peter and they were crying and they wanted her to come back. You want to make that such an impact in the kingdom of God. That people don't want to see you stop doing what you're doing. Hallelujah. They, they come and when you make that kind of impact there, there have been um, different single ladies that I know such awesome in the kingdom of God. And if I see them kind of getting, you know, slow for they kind of, you know, backing up and sometimes getting that spiritual slump or, you know, sometimes they can get spiritual sleep. You know, I, I like to go to them and say, hey, no, come on. You, you, you're powerful. You have a powerful prayer life. You're powerful in the kingdom. You know, uh, many people look up to you. Many young people look up to you. you. You're such an impact trying to bring that light bike into them. So when you make that, when you make that type of impact, the saints going to want to see you resurrect. They're going to do what they can to try to get you up and back again. Amen. Now, she also, the Bible says she also made alms. She gave, you know, she gave alms. She gave alms to people. Um, you know, she helped the poor. She helped, you know, the needy. And single ladies, you know, that, that, that is something, you know, the Bible talk about, you know, giving alms. But this says she did good works and she gave alms. And she, she also, you know, made clothing and garments. Single ladies, that is, that's was this woman's purpose. Don't ever feel like you have nothing to do because you don't have a microphone. It's so many things outside. And arms don't just mean in the church. There are people outside of the four walls of the church that you can minister to, that you can make an impact in the community. It don't just have to be in the church, but the community, you can make an impact. You can give to the ones that are needy. You can give to children that don't have shoes. You can, you can do hair for the kids that parents can't afford a beautician or the parents can't do their hair. It's so many things that you can do in the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. My last scripture I want to go to, I want to go to first Corinthians. The seventh chapter. Hallelujah. And I'm praying that this bless you. And that you will find out what God has given you to use it. Sometimes what God has given us. 
Sometimes it don't get recognition. Sometimes it's not heard about. But whatever God has given you is for the kingdom and it's for a purpose. And you use it to the glory of God. 1 Corinthians 7 and verse 32. But I would have you without carefulness. He that is unmarried, care for the things that belong to the Lord, how he may please the Lord. We talked about that scripture on last week. Carry it for the things of the Lord. Your purpose is all about caring for the things of the Lord as a single lady. While you're in your status, I want you to remember something. And always remember this. If you're single, you're single now. You might not be single a few months from now. You might not be single next year or so now. But while you are single, fulfill your purpose by caring for the things of the Lord. And you will be happy. You will not be sad. You will not be down. You will not be depressed. You will not be up and down. You will be so wrapped up into caring for God that you won't have time for nothing else. Amen. Be encouraged in your single status. Be happy. He is the lifter upper of your head. Amen. I want to pray with you today, single ladies. Father, in Jesus' name, God, we come before you today and we thank you for your word. We glorify you, God, for we know that there is power in your word. And God, I just pray right now for the single ladies that are listening on today. I praying, God, that you would touch them and I'm praying, God, that you would just minister to them and let them know, God, that they have purpose, oh God, in their life and you have purpose for them. I'm praying right now, God, that even, oh God, as you have given us your word today, that somebody in their mind and their heart is saying that I got to give up something for you, God. I got to make a sacrifice for you, God. I I got to do something, God, that you're going to remember me and somebody realize their talent that you have given them, that they will use it to the glory of you, God. I'm just praying right now, God, that God, the single ladies, they will be satisfied, oh God, in their status that they are now, God. And I'm praying in the name of Jesus, God, that they will care for the things of you. They will care for the kingdom of God. I pray that you will bless them right now. I pray that you will strengthen them right now. The ones that are feeling weak right now. The ones that are they're feeling down right now. The ones that don't know where they are right now. That are feeling spiritual low right now, God. That you would be the lifter upper of their head right now, God. I'm just praying, God, that the word that you have given us today will reach way down God into the depths of their soul oh God and God we just thank you for what you have given to us today and we glorify you and we thank you God that we we will leave encourage oh God in the name of Jesus and God we just give you praise and we give you glory and honor God and we just seal this prayer today God in Jesus name I'm just praying that you will be encouraged and that you will remember the words 
they have been spoken unto you on today and on last week. Amen. And I, and I love you. And once again, as always, I thank you for tuning in. Amen. Enjoy.